All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Authors Unite show. Today, I got Kathleen O'Keefe Conibus. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Tyler. Great to be here. Awesome. Great to have you here as well. Um, so can you kick us off? Just tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Sure. I'm actually a three-time breast cancer survivor who now writes books about connecting with your inner guidance for health and healing uh, life and wellness uh, because my, my uh, illness was missed by the medical community each time but found in my dreams. So I believe our dreams are doorways to sacred divine messages and by connecting with our dreams, we connect with our waking world, keeping us on track. So I am actually a multi-award-winning author of three books, Surviving Cancerland, which was the first book, Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases with Dr. Larry Burke, and then the one that we're going to be talking about today, Chaos to Clarity, with Reverend Patricia Caginello, and these are sacred stories of transformational change. Got it. Okay, so this is this is very. I, I have a lot of questions. Okay, mm -hmm. so first one: three-time cancer survivor. Can you walk us through like where it started? What type? <laughs> I think you said breast. Did you say breast mm -hmm. cancer? Okay, I did. And and then like it. it so it came back twice. It did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like once wasn't right. enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I get, let's start there. Just the, just the story and the uh, kind of uh, the story behind the first, second and third time. And then from there, I want to, you know, go into chaos, the clarity and, the, and then some more questions on what you're doing to prevent it from happening again. Um, mm -hmm. now. Okay. So it was the, the beginning, starting at the beginning, it was 1999 and I was up in uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts at the time, actually. And I had just gone in for my yearly mammogram, blood test, physical. Doctor told me I was healthy to go home. And at that time, I was still uh, 39. And um, I started having these precognitive recurrent nightmares where I would be having my regular dream at night. And my dream would freeze, just like your page on a computer would freeze. And that page then on the computer in my dream would turn into a window, a pop-up window, just like on your computer, where you can see through the page that's frozen into another window or another room. And what I was looking through to was the room between realms. Uh, it's a place of neither the living nor the dead. And that window turned into a door and through that door walked a Franciscan monk in a brown hooded robe with his uh, rope belt and his leather sandals. And he said, come with me. We have something to tell you. And I'm thinking to myself, this is bizarre, <laughs> right in the dream. So right away, that makes it a, a lucid dream because I knew I was dreaming, but this was really weird. And I followed him into that pop-up door, which was into the room between realms where some other monks were waiting for me. They took my hand, placed it on my breast and said, can you feel that? And I said, yes. And they said, that's breast cancer. You go back to your doctor tomorrow without an appointment and you get a second set of tests. So long story short, uh, because that's all in the, in the book, Dreams That Can Save Your Life. Um, I went back to my doctor 
and without an appointment. And he, when I told him I wanted him to do a second set of tests because I thought that something was wrong, um, he said, no, we can't do that. There's nothing wrong with you. You're too young for breast cancer. It doesn't run in your family. And uh, you, all your tests, all three of your tests are, are healthy. So uh, what he did was he gave me another mammogram, blood test, physical, sent me home. This happened three times. And every time I would get... Um, healthy reports from the hospital, I would have the recurrent dream or nightmare with the monks. So finally, the third time I started crying when I saw the monks. And I said, I know why you're here. I don't know what to do. The doctors aren't listening to me. If I have breast cancer and you want me to live, uh, do something to help me because this has been going on for three months. So the Monk reached into the sleeve of his robe, pulled out a little angel feather, handed it to me, and he said, you go back tomorrow again without an appointment and use this as a sword to cut through your doctor's arguments, and you need um, exploratory surgery. It's the only thing that's going to find your breast cancer. So I did. And when I told my doctor that I wanted exploratory surgery, he looked like I had just poured gasoline on top of myself and set myself on fire. And he said, I can't do that. It's against my policy and hospital policy. So I pulled out that little feather in my mind and I pointed it at him. And I said, you have to help me. You're the only person I've got. Yeah, I don't have any other doctors. I can't go to an oncologist. So he left the room and he came back with an appointment to do exploratory surgery. And again, long story short, when I woke up after the surgery, he walked in the room and told me I was in stage two breast cancer with it in my lymph nodes. And wow. five years later, same thing happened again. I went through uh, chemotherapy, radiation therapy. And the second time I went through it is in the book Chaos to Clarity. And it's called Dreams Again, Dreaming Healing Again. And it deals with the second time when I had the chiefs of everybody watching me, I had a nine by 11 centimeter area that was missed by the doctors. But my dreams found it and saved my life. So have you ever read any Carl Jung? I have. Okay, yeah, because he talks about just like, really paying attention to your, to your dreams and how important they are. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is interesting though. So the doctors didn't find it at first mm -hmm. and then your dreams were kind of like they were telling you that's pretty wild. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, they were telling me. So, okay. Now with the chemotherapy and radiation, did, did you have pretty bad side effects with that or was it not as bad just out of like kind of curiosity? It wasn't as bad because throughout the treatments, my spirit gods, my guardian angels and the monks would come into my dreams and they would do things like um, uh, when I was meditating, they would give me symbols to put into my chakras. Um, one time when I was meditating in the dreams, I would fall asleep and my meditation would continue in my dreams. The angels came in and they used a tuning fork on me. All of that is in my book, first book, uh, Surviving Cancer Land. Um, so they continued to guide me even in, uh, even when I went through chemotherapy and radiation therapy a second time, five years after the first one, when I had the really large cancerous areas. And I remember 
uh, falling asleep um, on my bed, taking a nap because I, I was, I was sure I was going to die. I, I was sure Tyler, I mean, I had a huge cancerous area. Um, it was recurrence. I didn't know of anybody who survived recurrence. My mother had died of recurrent colon cancer. So I knew what that looked like and it was pretty scary. So I yeah. was crying and I fell asleep and in my dream, I dreamt that I woke up and my three monks were standing beside my bed looking at me and i said to them look i know why you're here <laughs> and i know i'm dying i got it it's okay but you may want to warn god before i get up there because i have some really big bones to pick with him there's nothing i could have done in this life or any previous lives to deserve this and so i'm not real happy with it and the monks just kind of laughed while they were looking down at me while i was lying on the bed and they said don't you remember and I said, remember what? They said, we, you told us that you wanted to come down onto the earth plane during a time when science was being worshipped instead of God. And God was being taken out of everything and shoved into a closet and closed away. And you said you wanted to come down and show that science only goes so far and then comes God. And you wanted to bring God back into the scientific and medical equation. And we told you we would be with you every step of the way. We have been. We are. You are not going to die. And I didn't. I didn't die. I'm here with you now. And it was almost 25 years ago. Wow. So, okay. Now, what are you, what are you doing now to kind of at least attempt to prevent it from happening again? Well, um, one of the dreams that I had after the third time, again, when the doctors told me I didn't have breast cancer, and I knew I did because of the dreams, I went and found new doctors in New York. <laughs> I believe in, in uh, uh, second opinions a lot. Oh, yeah. And I, had, um, I actually had a double mastectomy at that time, which the doctors in Boston would not perform because they said I was healthy. And I know that you can do that a lot out here in California because the, the doctor's a little more... Um, forward thinking and, and they take into consideration the, the patient's uh, views on their health. But anyhow, when the doctors in, in New York did the double mastectomy, that's when they found the third breast cancer. And at that time, I had a dream, again with my monks, and in the dream I was walking down a hall with bags of chemotherapy on one of those wheelie things, you know, the bags were hanging and I was in a, in a gown and I saw my monk at the end of the hall. So I went up to my monk and I had the needle in my hand. I had to give myself the chemotherapy. It was time for it, I thought. And I walked up to the monk and I handed him the needle and I said, you know, I'm not good at this. I really don't like needles, but I think it's time for my treatment. Can you help me? And my monk took the bag of chemo down and he, as a trash can, a small little trash can with a foot pedal appeared beside us and he depressed the foot pedal with his sandal and the top opened on the trash can and he dumped the bag of chemo and the needle in there and it closed. The dream ended and that was almost 20 years ago. Wow. Okay. And then how did you like get involved with with the books like what did, was it like these experiences that like motivated you to write your first book or like how did the authorship come to be 
Well, my experience, uh, I realized that this was part of my life destiny. Like, like the monk said, you, you came down here to do this. So, you know, get to yeah. it. So I wrote the first book, Surviving Cancer Land, which is ba basically my memoir, Surviving Cancer Land, the intuitive aspects of healing. And I hybrid published that, but it has since been uh, published by Blackstone Publishing, uh, for audibles. So you can uh, get the audible for that, that book and listen to it. And it's really well done. Sounds great. Sounds like a bedtime story. And it has all the dreams in it and everything. So after I did that, then I met Dr. Larry Burke, who was a radiologist at Duke University Medical. And he was doing dream research, not sleep research, dream research on dreams that diagnosed breast cancer in his patients that were coming to him for radiation therapy. And he would ask them how they found their breast cancer. And they would say in dreams. And he had 20 of them. Well, he got funding from Duke University Medical to research them. And when he went online to see if there were any other women who had had similar experiences, my name in my book, Surviving Cancer Land, came up. He contacted me. I became one of his research patients. And when he was all finished with his research and had published it in medical journals, I said, so what are you going to do with all this great information? And he said, I don't know. What do you suggest? And I said, let's publish a book. And he said, do you think we can publish with a conventional publisher? And I said, yes. So Inner Tradition, Simon & Schuster published the book. And it's on Amazon. Uh, it became an Amazon bestseller right off the bat, going right out, you know, the door. Yeah. Um, and uh, it went on to the doctor show. And I've been on the Dr. Oz show talking about these dreams. So the book is doing really well and it's full of dreams. Um, and it's got a hundred, it's got uh, 30 um, authors in the book, some of whom are doctors and all of their dreams about their illnesses. They're not all cancer and they're not all breast cancer. Their dreams were validated by pathology reports of some kind or another, um, whether it was a report that, that said, yes, you do have diabetes. So the dreams you're dreaming about diabetes are precognitive or about your upcoming heart attack that then happens. Um, so all of the stories in that book are amazing and then i took one of the stories from dreams that can save your life and put it into sacred stories of Tra transformational change book chaos to clarity that i wrote with reverend patricia caginello and that book has 30 stories in it as well on transformational change some are help some are dreams there are some more stories in there on women who had dreams and a man who had dreams about monks. So I'm not the only one that uh, yeah. dreams about that. Yes. Um, so uh, what I was going to ask you with the Dr. Asha, what was that experience like? Oh, that was amazing. If you go to my website, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, and that's K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-O-K-E-E-F-E, K-A-N-A-V as in Victor, O-S as in Sam, dot com. You can watch the show there. 
uh, I was allowed to put it up awesome. on my website. I can't put it on my Facebook page or anywhere else, but you can go there and, and watch it. It was really cool. Nice. Okay. Very cool. So now more about the story. Let's go deeper into chaos, the clarity, that story. Um, so can you walk us through like in detail that story as well? Sure. The, the name of that story is in part two of the book, which is health and wellness. I'll stand by you. And it's titled dreaming healing again. And I'm talking about the second time I am, uh, having these dreams about cancer, uh, that, that my cancer is back and, um, how, how you want to believe your pathology, your, your, your medical reports from the doctor saying your mammogram is healthy, your blood tests are healthy, you made your five mark period, congratulations, go home, how you want to ignore your dreams that are saying, no, no, tell the doctor to look right here. You can hear their voices in your head because they're yelling for you to stay alive, saying, no, point to this mammography picture up on the wall because at this point, I'm actually having my mammograms read in front of me by a radiologist and he's still missing it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and part of that's because I'm young, I have dense breasts and a mammogram alone is not gonna get the job done. Uh, so I'm pointing to the mammography on the wall saying, look here. And he's turning to me and saying, go home, you're healthy. And now who do I believe the doctor or my dreams? And if I believe my dreams over the doctor, what do I do? Because now I've got to convince my doctors to do a second set of tests or exploratory surgery again. And that's what this is all about. Yes, this is wild because you've like, you've really been through it. So I guess really my next, one of my last questions for you is like, what's, what do you plan on doing next to really even have, because books are fantastic. I think they're one of the best ways to have a large impact. But for you, like going through this three times, I, I feel, you know, you're on the Dr. Oz show as well. Like what's, what's, what's coming next for you? Like in the next like five, 10 years or like what type of impact are you trying to have? What's the vision there? Well, um, Dr. Larry Burke and I are getting ready to do the second book and we okay. don't want to just focus on cancer. We want to focus on precognitive dreams that came true, whether it's, uh, a precognitive dream about the person you're going to meet and marry, precognitive dreams about maybe automobile accidents that would have happened if you hadn't had the dream, or let's say they do happen, but because you had the dream, you were able to take um, action at the last minute so that, that you're not killed. Um, all of those type of dreams are what we're looking for for the second book. And it does it, it, it you know, just send them to me in an email catcan at comcast.net. That's K-A-T-K-A-N at comcast.net. Let me know. And uh, if it's a good fit for the book, we'll, we'll be in touch. The other thing I'm doing is I have my own radio show as well. Uh, and that's on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, Dreaming Healing Show to bring it out 
to the universe to connect with people. And that's on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you, can, you can connect to, with me from my website as well and listen to that show live. We just had Joan, uh, Dr. Joan Borenchenko on last week with Dr. Bernie Siegel and Patricia Caginello, and we were talking about miracles for the holidays and how miracles still happen. And certainly having a dream that diagnoses your life and then comes true and is validated by pathology reports I think that that uh, makes the miracle list. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. <laughs> um, so any, yeah, last question for really any other place people can go to connect with you, like best social media, or um, maybe it's just a website um, just so people can stay in touch. From my website, you can uh, join my newsletter, which just went out. It had uh, some of the past shows that I've been on on there. Uh, it's got writer's tips. It's got dreamer's tips. Um, and from my website, you can reach all of my social media pages, my Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you name it. All of them are right there. You just click on them and go uh, like me and I will like you back. Perfect. Thanks again. Um, just for everything that you're doing and for coming on the show. Oh, and the other, the only one last thing I want to tell you is Chaos to Clarity right now. The uh, Kindle book is at an all-time special for the Christmas holidays. So okay. whatever you do, go there, go to Amazon and uh, check out the Kindle Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change. Because right now, you know, our, our world is going through tremendous change. And sometimes we can feel that, that chaos and these stories are people in their darkest hours finding the light. Great mm -hmm. gift for everyone. I agree. And thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you.